You are listening to I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a community theater podcast. A backstage look at community theater from the point of view of the cast and crew. Hello, Hello theater, theater family. family! I'm Travis. And I'm Laura. And welcome to another installment of I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a community theater podcast. So, Laura, today we're going to be talking about stage management and choreography. Fun. Kind of as a hybrid. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have a really, really special guest with us here today. Yes, we have the fabulous Stephanie White. Hello, Hello Stephanie! Stephanie! Hello. Is <laughs> <laughs> it just it's a little too showy? It's, it's like a little Broadway. 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 I was doing spirit fingers. That's yes. right. Yeah, they can't see that. <laughs> you no. can't see that. You know, they really need to invent audio spirit they fingers. They really... <laughs> Maybe what that's what that we be? are. We are the audio spirit fingers. We are? Like, would it be like... There we are. Sorry. Audio um, spirit fingers. Yep. Hashtag it. Get it trending. We're ready to go. So, Stephanie is kind of a just busy... Theater. She does so much. She and <laughs> all, all the of, time. All the things. She does all the stuff. At once. And I don't know how she's still breathing. Yeah, because she really. does it all 24-7. Oh, she, oh, she breathes so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephanie, before we get into kind of your background as a stage manager and a choreographer, give us a little bit about your theater background as a whole. How'd yes. you get started? You know, because you've been an actress in things, too. You're kind of a triple threat. <laughs> That involves singing. I'm not really good at that. Well, you're a triple threat when it comes to stage management, choreographing, and being yes. an actress. Yes. You're just, yes. You just, you redefine triple threat. <laughs> okay. You create your own. I'll right? accept that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I started theater when I was in kindergarten and had a really bad experience. So uh, we could talk about that later when we talk about embarrassing moments. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I stayed away from the stage until I moved to Minnesota in 1998 and I started in Rhythm of the Rails which was a, like a vaudeville style show that cool. was by the railroad Nice. and I met like Sharon Hartley and Mark Oliphant back in the day from that experience and I did that for about seven six years and then in the process of that I was like in high school and I finally got in to uh-huh. a play uh-huh. at high school level, and that was a big deal, and then it got canceled. <laughs> so it just felt like maybe the stage wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> but then I uh, did get in the next play the following year. It actually performed. Uh, we did a one act, so I did that once. That was a nice experience. I ended up going to college and doing some more theater that way, again, just being on the stage. And then after college, I kind of branched out and did some paid acting where I did stunt shows and uh, dinner mystery. Oh, mystery Mystery dinner theater? Mystery dinner theater, yes. And what kind of stunts? uh, Wild West. So I did like stage fighting and uh, played with guns and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) There were no bullets involved, they were blanks. So, we didn't have any problems. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yes. So, that was fun. Again, I worked with Mark Oliphant with that as well. Cool. Fun. Um, 
then after that I kind of just branched into the other side of the theater world mm -hmm. and once I got there, people realized how much of an asset I was that I didn't go back on the stage for years. Gotcha. And now... She's back! I'm back! We'll learn the lyrics later. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, we should mention Stephanie is one of the cast members in the upcoming production of Five Women Wearing the Same Dress. Yes! Which I will see next week. Yay! It's so much. We fun. need laughs. Yeah, at this I will point, laugh all of it. Yeah, at this point, um, the show, this episode will probably be coming out the day the day after the show closes. Oh. So I'm sure it was great. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, when Stephanie was talking about her college days, that's actually where we met. We took a yeah. we were in a business class together, and the first memory I ever have of Stephanie is like. On a Friday afternoon, we like, she stood up in the back of the class. She goes, I'm just going to let everybody know uh, I'm in a show and I have a solo in that show. So everybody should buy a ticket and come see it because it's going to be real good. And then she just sat back down and I was like, I like her. <laughs> she does shows and she I need to be shows. her friend. Yeah. And then we kind of became friends through the class and then didn't talk to each other for a long time after the class was over. Right. We were part of the three to four people that had A's in the class that didn't nice. have to come back for the last two weeks. Hair, hair toss. Yeah. Hair toss. <laughs> Yay, business math. Yay. Thank you, Brandon Macon. Yes. Who, yes, I am still friends with on Facebook. Good. And he likes to, like, encourage people. So he'll probably listen to this and freak out that we're mentioning him. So shout out Yay. to you, Brandon. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and then we reconnected in a production of A Christmas Carol where we played spouses. We did, and we had five children. Ooh. A psychic told me I was going to marry marry a woman of color and have five children one time, and then in the middle of rehearsing for that show, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's she funny. was so wrong, but so right all at the same I'm time. Go to a oh, yeah. it's real fun. fun. You have to. Like, I'm scared, but excited. Oh, you know they, what I mean? it's really, it's a cool experience, even if yeah. you don't, like, totally like, buy into to it. Do it like, at least once. Yeah, yes. definitely. And you have to go to the right one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Find but yourself a good one. Finding the good one. Exactly. Yeah. No fakies. Tricky. But yeah, so right. Stephanie and I refer yeah. to each other affectionately as theater wife and theater husband. Now we have the the ins and outs, so this is a really fun moment <laughs> to, to have her here. Uh, so, in addition to your background, give us a little insight on some upcoming projects that you have. What are some things that you're working on? Yes. Irons you have on the fire, that kind of thing. Oh, so much, so much. Uh, so, in Pequot, they're doing bus stop this summer, and I'm yes. a show captain for that. Show captain. A show captain. That? Yes. So, a show captain helps the director with remembering what they're supposed to do. So they're like kind of like the producer assistant. assistant. Oh. Mm -hmm. So like they'd say when you need to have photos done, when you need to have bios in, like all the little stuff. Okay. Yeah. That the thing with directing at Glapa, like it's not, you don't just direct the show. Right. Like there's an entire checklist of things that you're responsible for. You're a director for, oh, okay. and, and a producer, producer at the same time. Oh, gotcha. So each show captain is going to keep the director kind of on track with those tasks so they can spend a little more time artistic directing hmm. and then just kind of be like, hey, did you set up your photographer? Like, okay, great. Thanks. Did you make an appointment with WJJY to go on the radio and talk about the show? Yeah, gotcha. that kind of okay. thing. 
Hopefully they'll add us on that checklist. Like, did you talk to Lauren Travis? About <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be the chair of uh, Glapa next year, so I'll try and make sure that that happens. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Stephanie is currently the chair elect on the board, so next year she'll be taking over for Lauren. I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she nice. has her fingers on the pulse. She's a professional. And she's currently choreographing for us now in our production of Young Frankenstein. Yes, mm-hmm. sorry. I should for. start there. So I'm in a five women wearing the same dress right now, also doing choreography for Young Frankenstein. Then I will be the show captain for Bus Stop. I might audition for it. I do not know. I might want to take a break because 2018 and 19 is going to kick my butt. Yeah. There's so yep. I'm going to be the choreographer and stage manager for Susical the Musical, which will be directed okay. by Mr. Ben Gordon. Yep. And we can officially talk about Yeah, because okay. the licenses. Nice. So then I will be directing my show, which I don't care if I say or not, but technically it's in the works. We're just waiting for the specific dates, and then I will get the licensing. Okay. It's the Adams Family, the musical. I'm real excited about that. Yeah. So then uh, I will be directing that. I'm going to kind of pass the torch of choreography to someone that people do not know in the area, Michelle Gonzalez. Um, but after that, there is going to be Mr. Travis Chaput's show that he is going to direct, which I don't know if I'm allowed to say, so I'm not going to say. A licensing came through yesterday, so you can. Oh! The Little Mermaid! <laughs> <laughs> so I will be uh, assistant director slash stage manager choreographer for that. Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And we're so excited to collaborate. And I'm going to be stage managing Stephanie's show. Yes. So it's going to be... I'll be auditioning a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, we're so... Ben and Stephanie and I just kind of all decided that we wanted to be directors and we just wanted to have a just a huge year with the Pequot Lakes Community Theater and just bring really good shows there. And, you know, because the... When you look at it, they have, like, the play that we're in now up there, it's not, like, this huge sellout play. It's such a good show. Oh, yeah. And we have so well received, but it's not, like, these packed houses that are coming to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, the three of us, are like, what shows can we do that is just going to, like, bring Kill it to it. this yeah. area, you know? And it all worked out, and we're all really excited. We're all involved in each other's shows in some capacity, so we're all helping each other, and it's going to be awesome. So, question, um, because this is going to be your first time directing, yes. right? Um, what, uh, how are you preparing yourself to, to tackle the task of directing? It's a big role. Well, I have some spreadsheets, <laughs> and I have some uh, Word documents, and they have, like, the cast, like, as in the characters, uh-huh. and, like, what I'm looking for in those characters, and, like, what costumes they have to wear. Like, I've thought about everything possibly, and then when we get closer to the actual time, I plan on having production meetings clearly, oh, totally. <laughs> with my production team, yeah. but I I know the Adams Family. I grew up with that specifically. Like, yeah. I love it. I love creepy. I don't like scary, but I like creepy. And I've always loved, like, the Munsters and the Adams Family yeah. and everything like that, per se, and the old school, like, Frankenstein, Dracula, black and white 
those kind of yeah. movies. So I want to show this area, because there's a lot of people that are into that dark, twisted stuff. Like sure. black comedy, if you will. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't say that this show is black comedy, but it's... It's got pieces. It's, it's yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited to go see it be performed in Rochester. It'll be my second time seeing it live, mm-hmm. because the Aiken High School did it last year. Okay. And I fell in love with it. Mostly because of the, the plot of the show. And I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll come there. I was making That's how I'm directing in general. Just directing like, in general. I'm just, like, I have been a part of shows for so many years, just being that yeah. actor. And then stepping outside of that and being a stage manager and yeah. being a tech and being a choreographer and all those other aspects, everything but a director. Totally. And designer, if you will. And have watched other directors and seen how they've done their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then picked it apart like if I was doing this. Yeah. How would I do it? Yeah. yeah. We've learned a lot of like what we should do, and we've also learned a lot of like what we shouldn't do. <laughs> like we've seen some things and been like, nope, not not what I'm going to uh-huh. do, you know? And it's it's your process. Yeah. It's it's your show up until opening night, and then you hand it over to the stage manager, and Pretty you much. just have to sit back and let go. And see, let I'm go. at that point in my life where I want to give it to the stage manager a week before we open. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how on top of it I want to be, because I want them to be able to run it like it's their show, not just opening night. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be that director that is changing things on opening night. Oh, by the way, actor, I want you to do this. Uh I mean, I will if, like, there's something that has to be done a different way. But, like, I would hope that I would be prepared enough throughout the rehearsal, rehearsals, to be there. Well, it gives you that week to really, like, make some, you know, artistic changes, you know, with actors to be like, okay, like, do it this way, do it this way. You know, it gives you that time to really sit back. Right. And look at it from that standpoint, because all the technical things are already happening. Mm-hmm. What kind of director do you think you'll be? Like, super, like, involved with every little aspect of blocking and acting and stuff? Or will you let certain processes take over and then kind of jump in? I'm really going to try and delegate. I'm going to really try. And I'm going to be like, hey, choreographer, you are in charge of this. Please do your thing. Show me your art. And then if... If they do it, and then I'm like, ooh, I'm going to change some things, I would hope that they wouldn't be upset about it because Mm -hmm. that's, like, artistic direction. But I want to showcase all of my network. Like, these are my people, and this is what they can do. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be the person that watches over everyone. I want them to be able to do what they need to do how they want to do it because yeah. I feel that's how everyone gets their artistic expression out there. Sure. I know that I am the type of person that used to get upset when I hear texts and directors go, oh, actors are stupid. And I would never understand. But now being on the other side, I'm like, oh, I kind of get it. It's not <laughs> saying that actors are really stupid. It's just like they ask some really interesting questions like you didn't know that answer or why why are you questioning this i'm just trying to give you direction (laughs) 
just take the direction and do what I asked, please. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I think it's interesting. Like, for example, you text, text, and like cue to cues yep. and dry text and like all of these things. So if you tell an actor that something is going to be flying in or out, and they go, okay, and then. Don't move. The time happens, (laughs) and then they either almost get hit or whatever, Uh because they forgot already. Yeah. Like, it happens. Last night, we were told, you know, this this is going to be the blackout, and then the music's going to come on, and then you come out. Well, the lights went down, and I was like, go! (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I fight with myself because I have both. Mm -hmm. But if I, like, take a, a minute to think about what was just said to me mm-hmm. and let it sink in, that gives me enough time as an actor to like adapt to what I was just told. Sure. So as someone on the other side, you've thought about this and then you just finally told someone about it. Mm-hmm. So you've been thinking about it for a while. So it's easier for you to be like, yeah, do this. And then the actor is like, you do what? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I understand both sides now. Completely. So, right. so uh, what do you do to challenge yourself yes. as an artist? I mean, it sounds like that's a challenge within itself is trying to maybe even separate the two because you've done both aspects now. Yeah. So it's maybe like take off the stage manager hat, put on the... It's so hard to take that hat that off. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're not... It's like stage a helmet manager. with a clasp that won't right. come undone, pretty much. It's like yes. a hard hat that just Once won't get off. Once a stage off. manager, always a stage manager. I do it everywhere I go. Like, if I go to a movie theater, I'm like, okay, it is 7.30. Where is my movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Start the reel. We do that all the time when we go and see shows yeah. elsewhere. Like, if the show's at 7.30, it's like 7.31. We're like, curtain up. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Sit your butts in the seats. What's going on back there? Yeah. I can't help it. So that hat does not come off as much as I want it to. Yeah. And I try to take it off. It doesn't. (laughs) Like, I have to fight it hardcore. Hardcore. Well, you do a good job. I mean, I feel like you do. But I mean, also, like, it's always good to have that expertise in your cast sometimes because they can maybe see something that you're not seeing. You exactly. Know what I mean? They don't have the same experience. Yeah, they're so. seeing it from a different angle. The director is out, you know, in the audience watching the thing as a whole. Mm-hmm. But you're on the stage and you can see the movements kind of as they're happening and you're the one actually interacting. Mm-hmm. So you can almost, if you're one, as a director, I think you need to be open to suggestion from your actors as long as they're giving that to you in a productive and professional manner and saying, hey, you know, this is kind of what's happening. We're having a traffic jam over here blocking-wise or, you Well, know. and that's reasonable. I think what mostly pops up as, like, a problem is if it's, um, if it's them trying to direct more and, like, kind of step over step. Right. That's, that's when it gets to be... I am horrible at that. I've yeah. had multiple directors tell me, Stephanie, (laughs) you're overstepping your bounds. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. But then I'll have those actors come up to me later and be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm going to get in trouble if I tell you anything else. So can we just Uh not do this, please? Uh, I did that and then there were none. Oh, no. 
I overstepped just a stitch. It happens. But in my defense, the thing that I overstepped on and the suggestion that I gave is in the show. He took it. Yep. At the moment, I was a little oversteppy. Yep. But it was a good idea. (laughs) It's happening. Uh So y'all can watch the show and I'll let you know what that was later. Yes. After you watch it. I'll watch it tonight because I'm ushering. Yes. So in addition to all the things, she's also a volunteer for others. Theater is my life. I know, right? So it's dance. Which we're going to get into, for sure. Yeah, well, yes. so, like, again, what do you do to I, challenge yourself to I challenge fresh? myself by going to other performances, not just, like, in mm-hmm. our area, but, like, in the cities. Mm-hmm. I would like to go to more in Duluth. I've just seen the Improv reg- Renegade. Yeah, Renegade, theater. yeah. I enjoy... I almost swore. I enjoy theater so much, it doesn't matter what aspect. Mm-hmm. And arts in general, concerts, love it all. Like performing arts is my thing. Yeah. So if I can branch out and view what other people are doing, it makes me go, "Ooh, I want to work on that." Totally. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I challenge myself. I don't really like watching things on YouTube because uh-huh. I prefer the live aspect. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a different feeling. It really you know? is. When you're preparing for a show, if you're lucky enough to be able to see a different production of it, like with the Adams Family. We're going to go watch that just from a technical aspect because they're putting on a performance of it down at the Rochester Civic Center. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go. It's a little bit of a drive. But just to be able to even maybe draw some creative ideas from that. You know, you obviously don't want to mimic anybody's production. No, but but a great artist is also a great stealer. Yeah. So, uh, like, stealer of other, you know. I'm anti-stealing. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I will watch other people's things and be like, yes, I do not want to do that. Or, yes, that's cool. I like how they did it, but I'm going to do it a little bit different. No, but that's what it is. Inspiration. Exactly. It's inspiration, but you take one little tiny bit that you loved about it, and you can take it. It's not... um, it's not you taking all of it, right. of course, but like... Yeah. Like, there's things, like I saw a live production of The Little Mermaid, and there's a couple little aspects of that that I'm like, I definitely need to incorporate those because I can see why sure. they did that. It was really, really neat. Yeah. And it's mostly just, like, set-wise. Like right. A couple of things for, like, set design, because mm-hmm. the stage that we saw that show performed on and the stage that we're going to be performing it on, it's about half the size of the stage that we saw it on. Uh-huh. So... Just to draw from that, you know, totally. is is great. And, you know, I know the opposite, too. Like, some people don't want to see the show that they're, like, mm-hmm. either acting in or, you know, directing or whatever because they want to have original, just, like, solely original um, ways to uh, tackle the show. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it varies from show to show and what type of performance it is on, you know, whether or not I'm okay with it or... When you see that with actors, too, like, I think there's always, like, two different types. There's the type that prepares, prepares, prepares. Mm -hmm. They look up old performances. They practice the songs from a show if you're auditioning for a musical. Mm -hmm. You know, they run lines from it so that you can almost kind of get the character if you're asked to read that person. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other people, like, you know... From last time, Nick Corey, when mm-hmm. he auditioned for Young Frankenstein, <laughs> nothing, nothing, <laughs> had no idea what it was, sure. who he would be right for, first time, first time musical, never sung, and the dude lands the lead, and I'm like, like that's awesome, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it worked, you know, but I mean, 
And it's nice because there's like no pressure and it's yeah. just like you're in the moment and you're doing what right. you can. And it's a very authentic audition, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Yeah. Not that people who prepare don't give authentic auditions, but no. it's almost, you know, you can tell you're a little rehearsed. But directors like both things. It's just, it all depends on what that certain director is looking for. Sure. You don't know. Um, speaking of things you don't know, yeah. what's one thing people don't know about you? Nice lead-in. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm a professional right. podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Something that people don't know about me. Mm. And it could be just like, generally, like maybe Anything. your close, close friends know it about you, but like... You know, I'm really shy and awkward, which you would not get you if would you were her close get. friend. Like, yeah, I really no. am. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like going to public places unless I know that I know someone there. I I just like it's one thing if uh-huh. I go to a movie and I just want to like go see like a Disney movie by myself because, you know, my friends are growing up and they don't like that stuff sometimes. Sure. Not all of them. Not all of them. Call me up, girlfriend. I will go. Seriously, I'll go. (laughs) But, you know, I will will go to a movie by myself and not feel awkward. I cannot go to a restaurant and eat dinner by myself. I cannot go to the bar and just have a drink by myself. Even if I know Mm -hmm. the people that work at the bar. I I just, Mm -hmm. I don't, it... I don't like feeling awkward, and I am an awkward individual. Hey, I totally get that. <laughs> I am very similar. You can kind of see it, too, when, like, Stephanie and I would go to performances, like, outside. Like, mm-hmm. we're together, so there's, like, a comfort level. Sure. But, like, if I'm like, okay, I gotta go to the bathroom, she's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll just kind of, like, turn forward in her seat and just wait for me to come back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know? So... You know, but once you get to know Stephanie and, like, yeah. she completely just, like, oh opens gosh. up. And yeah. she's this, like, creative fireball. And totally. it's awesome. So now we're going to start with our theater, theater family, family questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be stars. Like, yeah. twinkle, twinkle. But I can't even do that as a sound. Yeah, okay, do the fingers. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I don't know. We'll try. We'll, we'll, we'll work on it. it. We'll okay. workshop that later. So <laughs> first is, one, yes. yeah, you go for it. What is your favorite role that you have played so far, whether it be on stage or off? Mm, my favorite role would definitely be for on would be Truby Jones for Steel Magnolias. Yes. And then off stage would be a choreographer. Because I for, for which production? Show? Oh, do I have to name that? You just said roll. No, I want to know the production. Um, <laughs> production. I would have to say thus far it is spam a lot. And yes. what was your but, favorite number? Uh, his name is Lancelot. Yeah. Oh, look back to our last episode. Call back to wait, episode wait. two. Yeah. We talked about that in length. We did. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, it's going to be. No, what we did is we talked about, like, um, we were talking about, like, the creative process and how when newcomers come in, you know, they have to find that moment where they're committed. Yeah. You know, because we talked about in Spamalot, we had a lot of first-timers. Something that's out of their comfort zone. Exactly. There was that moment where they actually, like, committed to the process and became part of it rather than just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And we talked about 
Skyler slash Schuler uh, and kid. making him into a quality homosexual. For just a few moments. Yeah. <laughs> and how that was like his moment where yeah. it all changed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, that's. Well, that That's was really episode good. two. Yeah. This is episode three. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always nice to have a callback. You know? <laughs> so, you, so you mentioned being the choreographer for Spamalot yes. and Lancelot. Like, what part of that creative process? You know, like, was it doing? Was it coming up with the material, yeah, or was it teaching, teaching it. the material? I I love the fact that after doing that production, people looked at me and realized. Yeah, she she does know what she's doing. And the fact that I had actors and actresses, actors, come up to me and go, oh my gosh, you teach me dance and I I actually get it. Like I can do what you're asking me to do and I feel good about what I'm doing and I'm having fun. And I've just had so many people just be like, I wish you were my choreographer all the time. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. I will raise my hand and say that I'm not a dancer, but I love it when you choreograph because I, exactly what you said, I know exactly what I'm doing, what I need to do. Uh, it's a lot easier for me to understand you. <laughs> yeah, she can you teach it. you it's without just... dance terminology. Yeah. And she can get the same result out of each person without having to be like, okay, we're doing a you know, a step ball change. Like yeah. some choreographers are just like, okay, it's step ball change, step ball change, and you know, turn to your left. And other people are like, what the heck is a step ball change? And Stephanie will literally walk you through every tiny motion of that until you can do it. Like with everybody else who knows what's going Because that's the most on. intimidating part for me for musical auditions, the dance audition. I hate it. I, <laughs> I love it. I, just, I, I love it. Get through it with a smile and that's move on. True. Get me to the vocal audition because <laughs> that's where this guy's going to And that's shine. where I get scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, no, I have to sing. Can we go back to dancing, please? Watch me dance my face off, please. That'd be great. So yes. next, what would you consider to be like your dream role. You mentioned how Truby Jones was your favorite Steel Magnolias, which is my favorite role she has ever played. Yeah. I didn't get to so see it. Funny. It so funny. real good. So good. She did do real, real good. Like yeah. I had to do makeup and like hair and my lines at the same time. It was it was multitasking. She was killing yeah. it. But aside from that, yes. what would you consider to be, let's say, your dream role slash show that you'd want to be a part of? And this can be in any aspect. So this could be you acting, choreographing, stage managing, directing, directing you know, right. what's like the the epitome for you as an artist that you would want to accomplish? Well, I've learned not to like throw out shows because other people take them sometimes. So I will go in the aspect of what I would want to be in. And I have always wanted to be Mimi. From Rent. From Rent. Sure. Mm, yeah. And I can dance, and I have a little bit of lighter slash darker skin, so I could kind of play the Hispanic role that Mimi is, and she doesn't have to, like, sing pretty. So <laughs> that works in my favor, too, and I know those songs. So that is definitely a dream role for me that I would want. Top of the list. Yeah. Top of the list. It's good. Awesome. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. It's a real good one to have. It's a real good one. <laughs> and nobody wants to do rent here, so I'm not worried about it. I don't understand why. Like, it's, it's like such wicked. A great... It's just, it's, 
over hyped but to the yeah. point that like you know no one wants to do it like cats I don't want to do oh, cats. I don't want to do cats. I mean, I haven't even seen it, so <laughs> I need to no, watch it once in my life. No, but it's one of those shows, um, just no one will touch it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about, like, with Wicked is, like, no one can touch it right now. Right. Well, sure. But, like, with Rent, People have can. touched it. You can. It's it's available. They did St. Cloud a couple well, of years ago. Spring Awakening 2 is another one like that, where it just, like, blew up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, people love those shows. It's just... Um, I, I guess because the Broadway version is so good, maybe. Well, like and I think where we live too is a huge it's true. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, subject matter yeah. in this area is hard. You, you no, you, it, and you that's, tread that's a, a line one, yeah. with some of them. We'll see if know. we can even get hairspray done around here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I know. I, I want know. it so bad. <laughs> it's a fun show. I am your Edna Turnblad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want it. That's like yeah, one of mine. Like yeah. that gender bender. I yeah. want to do a gender bender role. That's like on my bucket list. Yeah. Like for sure. It's but, fun to do those. I played an old man. Oh, an old white hey. man before. <laughs> I played Stress. Yeah. I played a teenage boy in UIL and I got awards for it. Good Ooh. job. Ooh. Was a really good boy. Toss yeah. the hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Anyway, so next question. Um, what is your... Oh, did we already go to embarrassing moment? No. No, we haven't. She saved so it for us. your most for you. embarrassing moment? Uh, my most embarrassing moment was when I was in kindergarten and I went to a, wait for it, Private school. <gasps> I did too. <gasps> I know. We're so cool. Yeah, we are. Tuition for kindergartners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Why did I? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I was in this play slash musical because there was singing involved, mm-hmm. and it was like this movie that was for kids about Charity Church Mouse. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I was a little mouse and Aww. they had kids in little stockings mm-hmm. and we didn't have shoes on <laughs> and they put us on those metal bleachers. Okay. And I slipped and I fell and I knocked a kid off the stool that was <sighs> next to me and he went right onto the floor and I got up and I looked up towards the audience and uh, the choir director asked me if I was okay and I said yes with my head and tried not to cry and then we finished the show and I just didn't want anything to do with that ever again Mm -hmm. and it was like the one time well since I you know quit and didn't do it anymore but it was the one time like my father went to a show of mine and Mm -hmm. I messed up and I felt horrible like I did Mm-hmm. Horrible thing. Like, not only did I mess up, but I knocked another kid down and made them look bad. So, like, mm-hmm. it terrified me to be on stage in front of people and to make an, a, an ass of myself. <laughs> like, that you was, say it. It was you terrifying. It. it was terrifying. So, I just always had guilt and a little little voice in the back of my head saying, you probably should not be up here because bad things happened. But I got past that. Okay. So that's why I'm I'm here and I haven't left. So. <laughs> Get back on that horse. Right. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> and Saddle gone up. back off. I know. 
riding for a long time now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what was your, because you mentioned you had that long hiatus because mm-hmm. there was a very traumatic experience. It was. You know? <laughs> and those kind of things, like, they stay they with you. They Especially really when you're that young. Oh, yeah. yeah. That can be scarring for a child. <gasps> yeah. Like, as an adult, you're kind of like, eh, whatever, I fell, well, you know? if your parents videotape it... Oh, it just lives forever. Oh, it does. And they watch it over and over again. I a moment like that, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's on video. And they don't let you forget it. They don't. No. Okay. <laughs> so, like, what was the inspiration for coming back? Yes. Like, what what made you change your mind and say, you know what, I'm going to try this again as an adult and see if it's different? Um, Jody Crow. Yeah. He he was uh, one of the board members and like main people that put together the rhythm of the rails. Okay. He uh, talked to myself and my brother about getting involved with rhythm of the rails, and he was like, "Oh, just come to audition, come to rehearsal. Everybody gets in. It's not like one of those where there's an audition process and then you don't get in. Everybody mm-hmm. had something to do, whether it was costumes, um, set design." Mm-hmm being on stage and performing, there was a job for you. It was my first troop experience, literally. And uh, that family <laughs> feeling is what made me go, yep, this is really where I'm supposed to be because it didn't matter where I go, I always find my family. And that aspect helps me get through other things that were going on in my life. So I needed that and I didn't want to let it go. Yeah, it's great to have the spotlight and people clap for you and they really like you and stuff. (laughs) But it's who I'm working with that makes me come back every single time. Even if I get burnt out, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do another show right now. I need to take a break. And then someone asks you, can you please help me? And it's like, you know what? Yes, I will help you. (laughs) Because you're my family and I'm going to help you. Yeah, I think people, you know, we've set up before here too. Yeah. It's like as you, when you're part of a production, no matter what aspect in which you're involved, like it's a family venture. I mean, you come together as a group and a team and you put on this performance because it's something that's close to your heart mm-hmm. and you're dealing with it in that moment and y- you fight like a family. Right. You know? We, we do. We fight like a family. <laughs> Stephanie and I fight like a married couple of... when we get have disagreements. Yeah. Like yeah. we have like texting fights where we're just like, I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's also this vulnerability in being on stage with everyone, um, and it comes out in rehearsals. It comes yeah. out in shows. But like that moment or those moments, um, it creates bonding between everyone. It's, oh yeah. It's, I mean, you're. And everyone's doing it, not just you. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. It's really, it's a, it's a different experience. You 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 eat together. You work together. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 special. And then when it's over, it's like like the show is almost another member of the family. Phantom limb. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> it goes away, and mm-hmm. it's just so weird. But then, like two weeks later, you audition for the next one, and. You the, hope that your we, friends will be in it too. Yeah. We also have Facebook groups where we like 
put out something that we saw from a show that we did like a year ago. Yeah. Like, oh, I, this reminded me of when we did this show, but it's the same group. I mean, yeah, you know, the Spam a Lot Facebook group is still yeah, alive and it's well. Still alive. Yeah. Like, no way, we'll have a young Frankenstein. Yeah, like that. it became a place to like post things to like recall for rehearsals. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just become a way of like staying connected with that cast. Just mm-hmm. that particular cast. Yeah. You know, it's so weird how that can happen, but it, I, I. I love it. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm a firm believer. It's super important to have all of that. So now that we have yes. talked about all other aspects, it's time for the silly question. It's not silly. I think it's a really important question. That <laughs> I just think the way that we wrote it is That was you. I, I had know. a really nice <laughs> question is laid out here. This is a smoothie question. This is a smoothie question. No. Um, all right, so if Stephanie White was a smoothie, mm-hmm. what kind of actors, celebrities, people would create this Stephanie White smoothie? Throw all of them in a blender and yeah. out comes a Stephanie smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my smoothie would be very cultured, let's just say. Uh, I would have some Rosario Dawson in there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I would throw some Julia Roberts Ooh. in there. That's yeah. pretty woman. And then some Queen Latifah. Ooh. That is a really <laughs> yes. nice one. I know where I've been. That's a nice one. Yeah. yeah. For sure. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. I would sit from that cup. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jamba Juice. <laughs> Pick this up. Well, that's that's good. So now um, we're going to go into the topic of today. Okay. Talk about stage management and choreography. Yeah. You've had your toe in both of those pools. Big as, share of both of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've done laps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've done the laps. Is there one that you enjoy more? I prefer choreography because then I don't have to be so cranky. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to be a stage manager because you're like a mom. You are a manager. Yeah. You are constantly on the cases mm-hmm. of actors, director, production team. Like yeah. You're like, hey, where are we at in this process? Can yeah. we get a little update? And, I mean, I've been called condescending. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be condescending if you did what you said you were going to do. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel <sighs> frustrated and my, like, cholesterol, not cholesterol, my blood pressure goes high <laughs> every time I'm a stage manager. I got my first gray, silver, whatever hair during Spamalot. It was stressful. People were breaking things every day. <laughs> like rehearsal <laughs> into performance. And I was like, God, you guys are killing me. <laughs> but like the show was Just phenomenal. For young Frank. I know. Nick is already talking about breaking things. I <laughs> yelled at him on Facebook. I said, don't put that out there. <laughs> Bad juju all around. Yeah, don't do that to me. Um, choreography is way different because it's, uh-huh. it's dance. It's it's being creative. It's mm-hmm. expressing emotion and the point of a story. And I love that. I love teaching people how to do something I love to do. And it shows what in are, their performance. Yeah. What are the aspects of a good choreographer? Oh, that's a hard question. Okay, so you have all these different choreographers, right? Some are really, really technique-oriented. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ones that are very inclined to musicality and if people don't know what that is it's like matching the music with Mm -hmm. movement Mm -hmm. um then you have the people that just don't care and do whatever (laughs) 
and I'm sure there's other choreographers out there. Um, I'm a mixture. I have technique in certain things. And if I don't know something, I go to somebody who knows something. Mm -hmm. I am not afraid to ask for help or offer to pay someone to teach me something so sure. I can become better at what I do. Yeah. I think choreography just has more of a thankful following okay. than stage managing. There are yeah. some That's people true. that are just like, yeah, thanks for stage managing. Like, if you wouldn't be here, this wouldn't run. And there's yeah. like the people that know. Yeah. Yeah, they understand that how what you're doing. That is. Exactly, right. yeah. But then you have to deal with all these crabby people that are like, well, I'm on my way. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, I had this going on. Or, yeah, I know, I need to work on my lines. It's like, you know what? I'm just here to make you look good. And you're not letting me. <laughs> help you. And mm -hmm. I'm sorry you feel like I'm mothering you, but that's kind of my job. <laughs> like, I'm trying to make you look the best that you can be. Not just look, but act in all the yeah. aspects of theater. And it's... I've had interesting conversations with different directors that I was working underneath. And sometimes they're like, yeah, do your thing. Mm -hmm. And then other times I've been put in a little box of this is what you need to do and this is how you should do it. And mm -hmm. I didn't like it. I like doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm very direct. I'm Floridian. Hi. I've lived here a lot. A oh, long time. Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I've had, you know, people have their feelings hurt, but mm -hmm. I <laughs> get to the point where I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry if that comes across like really mean, but they're not looking at the bigger picture. They're just thinking about themselves and their emotions at the time. And then they'll go and talk to another actor and they'll be like, blah, blah, blah. and then the other person's like, well, here's this view and then here's your view. And then at the end of that conversation, they're like, okay, I feel a little bit better, but I just wish that I could get an apology. And then like the next day I'll go up to someone and be like, look, I'm sorry that I said it this way. I'm not good at sugarcoating, but this is why I said it. This is what I meant behind it. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are the words I used, which is the same thing as what I meant. It's just in a nicer way. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, okay, I feel better about it. And I'm like, okay, good, because apparently I have to care about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's always nice as a human to like it's care about true. other people's feelings. But it's also like... When you get down to it, when you're providing direction to some point, it's just kind of like, this is what you need to do. Right. Because, you know, you're not looking at somebody and saying, like, you're awful. No. Do no. this better. I would never say You're that. saying, you know, this isn't working, yeah. and we've been doing it for a while, and we've tried to change it, and you're not understanding the direction. Right. So yeah. here's it in plain, simple terms. Yes. And, you know, when <laughs> Stephanie talks about how they go to another actor... Usually me, if I'm part of the production, <laughs> because they know how close Stephanie and I are, and they're like, "What did she mean by that?" I'm like, "Well, like, here's what we're saying, like, you know." And then they they get it, and it's just some people need to have like a oh, there's a plane going overhead. Yeah. Oh, that's a helicopter. They're coming for us. <laughs> they're coming for us. They were talking about no. something, and they oh, no. the NSA. Um, <laughs> So, but yeah, back on topic, it's just kind of like, you you have to draw a line 
when you're True. as an actor. You have to know that nothing is personal. Yeah. Right. Nothing that you're being told is personal. Right. It's being told to you so you can improve anybody. on what you're doing. Being told anything by anybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you will know when it's personal because people as as a human being, yeah. I'm strongly convinced that everybody is born with the ability to be able to bring someone down with their words and they know when they're going to do that and they right. it's purposeful. Oh, oh yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And those that choose to use that are not great people, in my opinion. Yeah, right. But there's a difference between that and creatively going to somebody and saying, right. look, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. I need you to try it this way. And it's not because I don't like what you're doing, but in the big picture, it yeah. doesn't make sense. Right. So we need to fix this. Or it's not and working with everything else. Yeah. And if, if you're working with somebody and they're not getting it and they're not taking it and you've tried yes. to... Do, tell them the same thing seven different ways and it's yes. still not sticking, you get frustrated, you know? True. And it, it's hard to keep your frustrations in check because everybody in that room wants it to be great. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? So I have this little tiny little story of how frightening it can be like when you do get yelled at or something. Sure. So my first show at the college was Zombie Prom. And I got put into the show. They added a character for me. And the director was Dennis Lambertson, Mm -hmm. who has now passed. Um, So the choreographer was showing Dennis what she came up with. And the other girls were, like, following her. And, like, I just stood there. And I was like, I didn't learn this. She didn't teach it to me. I'm just going to watch because Mm -hmm. I'm a watcher before I do. Yeah. So... He just started yelling, why aren't you dancing? And I was like, she hasn't taught it to us yet. And he's like, dance anyway. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God. So then like I looked over and I had like made a small connection with like a few people in the cast thus far. And I looked over to Brie Karen and she just like gave me this look like, it's okay, you've got this. Because I was ready to cry. Mm -hmm. I was scared. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, why am I getting yelled at when I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. And like... She looked at me and gave me the okay look, and, like, I was like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I learned, like, how not to talk to people. Like, if, like you said, if you explain why on top of just saying, please don't do that, yeah, or please do this, like, if you give them a reason, it helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Explain no, your direction so it makes sense to them. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of directors are just like, do this. And you're like, well, why and I know though? a lot of the time, <laughs> or at least um, some of my experience, just uh, if you do have a lot of notes, sometimes you don't have a lot of ways to explain why, or if you have to stop them midway in something, mm-hmm. um, you don't always have the time or benefit to explain something fully. But um, but I do agree that that makes it a lot easier <laughs> to cope if you're the actor. Yeah, I mean, when I went in. I was, I was asked to come in and help with the Brainerd High School one act for like one of their final rehearsals. And the director was like, just jot some notes down, see if there's anything that you can kind of improve and, you know, just give some suggestions on. And there were a couple of things that, you know, I told her about and she let me talk to the, the actors. But when I was talking to them, because I'm dealing with high school students right. at this point, and not just a few of them that came out for a community theater production. I am dealing with a cast of 20 people who are all between the ages of like 15 and 18. Yeah. That, you know, this is their world at this point. Mm-hmm. So it was, 
you almost have to try to cater to no, that a little yeah, bit, in my yeah. in my opinion. But you know, and and on, to speak to them as a group, I mean, they were far above and beyond like a level of professionalism. I mean, every single person was looking right at me mm-hmm. as I was talking. Not a single person on that stage really was like nice, screwing around <laughs> and like not paying attention. They were all like, I wasn't even talking to half of them. And they were all listening to what I had to say. So That's it was how I feel most of the time. Too. Really, really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can totally see where, you know, that would have to be a thing. So, well, I guess now we have to move on to the game. I know. I wish we could talk more about. I know all these. Okay. All these anyway, different aspects. We'll the have to game come will back be for fun. another one. Yes. The game is really fun. So this <laughs> right. is a segment we like to call "Sell Me in, in a minute. minute." So we are going to give you a product and a character, Mm -hmm. and you have one minute to sell us that product. So this product is a new eco-friendly fragrance called Vapor. It's, you know... Vapor? Vapor. Like vapor, but it's Vapor. Vapor. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's so fresh that it makes you mystified. That's so fresh. It's so fresh that it makes you mystified. That it makes you mystified. Isn't that great? We get real specific. Very specific. (laughs) I feel like I need to write that down. (laughs) In your character, um, you're, well, I guess I didn't really like specify, specify. So we want you to try to do like a Russian, like a Russian sales lady, like a Russian. Guys are going to kill me. But you're on one of those booths. Like at the mall, and you're just like those little like tiny yes. like cart things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they pour for women. They pour. They pour. Kind of thing. Yes. And just kind of you know give us your sales pitch, improv a sales pitch for us a In little bit. Sixty seconds. Yep. But we can give you like fifteen seconds, like thirty seconds to like prep. To like get into it. Yeah. Do you have a pen? Uh, <laughs> I get, oh, there's there's the pen. Okay. <laughs> they pour. Vapor. 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 And then, like, what was the tagline again? Oh, um, it's so fresh, it makes you mystified. I love this. Isn't that great? It's so good. <laughs> I love creating anxiety. I know. Mystified. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to check spelling right now. No, I'm just no, no, as no, quick no. as possible. It's an audio podcast. Yeah, Nobody's going to yeah, yeah, look at my paper, guys. <laughs> So we'll give you about 20 seconds to just kind of get yourself together here. (laughs) And we're just going to tell you, go. And then it's going to happen, all right? It's going to be beautiful and magical all at the same time. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's different for everybody. It is. All right. So in three, two, one, go. Go. Welcome to my energy eco-friendly vapor mist. You would love to try my new stuff. It smells so fresh, so clean, clean. It's so fresh, it makes you mystified. Now, please, come closer. Yes, let me see your wrist. Spray. Yes, smell it. Smell it. Smell it. Mmm, it's so fresh. So fresh. Now, I want you to spin around and see how much it vapors around you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Can you smell it? Yes. Yes. It's so eco-friendly. It is good for the animals. It is good for the plants. But most of all, it is good for the humans around you so you do not stink. <laughs> yes. 
There you go. You nailed it. That was terrifying. (laughs) That's why we created it. (laughs) I don't know if that was Russian, but I tried. It was was real good. It was what I wanted. It was exactly what we needed. I don't know if I like said it correctly as the as the name, but I I got them the Oh you got it. It was good. I'm down with it. Yeah, I'm down. Now I want to know what Nick did. (laughs) We just have to yeah, you'll, you'll have to listen. Oh, okay, yeah. You'll yeah, have to listen, yeah. for sure. But it was, oh my gosh, his was, was really funny. funny. He did good. a good job. Yeah, good. yeah, we were cracking up. <laughs> so there's a final question that we have for all of our guests. Um, and we just want to know, what would you like to say to our audience today? I mean, you can plug an upcoming project. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, advice, I don't want to like, plug anything. Advice you know, for people. Advice for in. people. Like, what, what would you want to say to our audience as your final message? My final message would be be who you are do you um there's so many things out there in this world that are sad the coffee's done heated <laughs> <laughs> this it's is a moment podcast it'll, it'll, coffee machine she is i was trying to get uh, deep here and uh, i got beat. Ending, ending I, this out either. Right, this be you, that was you. like being at the grammys and <laughs> the orchestra starts i'm gonna playing. let you finish but the coffee maker makes the best brew in this house just so everybody's aware <laughs> all right so what like i was saying bring it back be who you are don't try and be someone you're not there's a difference in theater where like you are a character but at the same time all the people that you're around and building a bond with will accept you for the awkward person you are because guess what most of us are awkward (laughs) we all have insecurities that we're working with we all have our faults so just be you and don't be afraid that other people may judge you or not like you for who you are because guess what not everyone is gonna like you and I definitely feel like I have a love-hate relationship with a lot of people they either love me or they can't stand me and I'm okay with it. It took me a really long time to get there. And my my personal thought is, if you're not being yourself, it's kind of like RuPaul. <laughs> if, how the hell are you going to love somebody else if you can't love yourself? Exactly. So yeah. be, be yourself and yes, honey. just live your life and do what you want to do. There are going to be tons of people telling you mm-hmm. that you can't do this and you can't do that mm-hmm. or you're not talented enough and I got tired of it and now look at me I'm so you're a rock deep star. into the theater world to the point where I do not have a romantic life whatsoever and part of me is okay with that and the other part of me isn't but like I just don't have time right now, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, like, if I meet someone that's okay with how busy I am Mm -hmm. and understands and supports what I do, then great. So be you. And it's okay to be by yourself. It's okay to have friends and hang out and not have a huge supporting family because you have one in theater. Absolutely. Beautiful. Wow, folks. There's nothing else that can be said after that. That's... (laughs) no. work girl and scene (laughs) well guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of I Can't I Have Rehearsal at Community Theater Podcast we want to thank our guest Stephanie White for coming in today and indulging us in an interview 
Uh, so next week we are going to have, or not next week, the next episode actually. Yep. <laughs> we're going to. <laughs> I don't want to set us up for yeah, weekly do quite that. yet. Um, we're going to have our th- our first theater power couple coming in. Yeah. Uh, Mr. C.J. Anderson and Miss Lauren Nickish are going to be here, and we're going to talk to them about just all their endeavors and working together as a couple and working separately yeah. as individuals. So it should be a really good conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Exciting. Thank you guys. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.